Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I asked the musicians if they knew that Janet didn't have it prepared. Uh, I'm sure that you knew it, yeah. Have you ever noticed when you think about something like humility that it's a lot easier to recognize pride in other people than it is in yourself? You think, oh, who she thinks she is, or he thinks he's such a big shot. It's easy for us to notice that lack of humility in others, but it's pretty invisible to us ourselves. I've been doing a lot of reading about this this week because I think it's, a, it's an important topic because humility is central to the life of the Christian. It's Jesus is about discipleship, and, and he is really the, the great example of that. But it's kind of a hard thing to wrap your brain around. And one of the quotes that I read this week was this. Humility is the truth about ourselves loved. I'm going to repeat that. Humility is the truth about ourselves Loved. In other words, it's a very honest way of looking at ourselves, our strengths, our weaknesses, our warts, our, our talents, and being okay with that. So many times we vacillate between running around thinking that we're the best it ever was, or the other extreme that people do a lot of times is that, oh, I'm terrible, I'm not good at anything, nobody likes me, everybody hates me, guess I'll go eat worms. And really, neither one of those is where we're called to live, huh? So we're supposed to have a, a, a healthy sense of really who we are. Well, humility is the truth about ourselves, love. So that doesn't really help us necessarily wrap our brains around this. So the first reading that we had from the book of Sirach, part of the wisdom literature, called that for a reason, Starts out, my son, conduct your affairs with humility and you'll be loved more than a giver of gifts. The more you humble, or humble yourself, the more, the greater you are, and you will find favor with God. That's a hard thing for us to do, but it doesn't answer the what is humility question. Well, let's say what it isn't. Humility is not Iowa nice. What's Iowa nice? You give somebody a compliment and say, well, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not as good, or she's a lot better than that, or it's not a big deal. Uh, it's not Iowa nice. It's not um, low self-esteem. The person who never accepts a compliment, the person who, the, we call that really false pride, huh? Humility is the truth about ourselves loved. The biggest insight, I think, that all of us can take away about humility is it isn't about us at all. It's always about others. It's always about others. So it is about our relationship to others. And so if we're vying for the limelight, if it's always about us, then humility is going to be nearly impossible for us to do. But if we are always putting ourselves under others, it's really about forgetting ourselves in the service of others. That's a true sign of humility. Because we heard in that reading that Deacon Paul just read, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. If you act too big for your britches, what goes around comes around. But the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Now it's interesting that Jesus chose the example of a wedding feast to teach about humility. And he used an outrageous example. So you wouldn't go to a a wedding reception and go sit where the bride and the groom sits unless you were the bride and the groom. Okay, so that seems to be a pretty, a pretty easy, a pretty logical place. 
But in all the commentaries that I read preparing for this weekend, I thought, this, I can't really find something that helps me hold on to this. And then I remembered uh, Father Bob Beck. Many of you might know Father Bob Beck. He taught at Loris for a long time. He too was a great scripture teacher. So I pulled his commentary for Year C, 22nd Sunday, off and actually sent him an email and thanked him for this. He said, hey, I forgot about that. I may have to look it up. This is what Bob said when he was talking about this gospel. He said that humility goes beyond the awareness of ourself because we forget about ourselves altogether because of others. I'm so concerned about somebody else that I just disappear. Huh? And so he says that we, we don't have time to measure our humility because we're not thinking about ourselves at all. And so he uses these words about the relationships of humility. He said, Humility is practiced through hospitality, compassion, generosity. He said those and other characteristics are really other ways that we, that we really describe love. So the more we truly love other people, the more humble we will be because we're not going to think we're better than anybody else. In fact, we'll say, there but for the grace of God go I. I was thinking of some examples in my own life. I hope that you think about that right now. Think about somebody that you know who you comes to mind when they say really humble. What are some characteristics of those people? Well, first of all, they're very easy to be around. They're really easy to be around. It's easy, it's gentle, it's, it's, there's no fakeness about it. They're easy to be around. We don't have to prove anything. Uh, we can just be who we are. We can just be who we are. There's not this subconscious kind of vying for position, huh? I think Archbishop Byrne, those of you who remember him, was a great example of humility. In a crowd, you would have never known he was the archbishop. He was the quietest, meekest, most gentle person uh, that I've ever met. A couple other examples that I want to give. One is an example of humility, and one was a time that humility was taught. My spiritual director, Father Xavier Dieter, was a, a monk, a Trappist monk. He just died about six months ago. Just a tremendous man, very, very humble. And he told me a story one time when I was going for spiritual direction. He said, yeah, he said, you know, John, I was in the refectory the other day having breakfast. He was having breakfast by himself, I think, because he'd been hearing confessions. So he was in this big refectory having breakfast, and this young monk came in and ran in and got something to eat and went out and shut all the lights off. So here he's sitting in there in the dark. And I said, well, Xavier, what did you do? And he said, nothing. And I said, well, didn't you say, hey, I'm in here. No, he said nothing. He said, who am I? And he just kind of laughed and shrugged his shoulders, and, and that was it. One that I will never, ever forget has to do with when I was in high school. And I don't know if Mark was in our class, this particular PE class, but when we were in high school, we were the first high school in the area to get what they call a universal gym. It had all the exercise things on it. We were the first ones to get one. It was pretty hot, I guess. And some smart president came up with the president's uh, physical fitness test that had to happen every year. Okay, do they still do that? Oh. Well, it, was, it wasn't humility, it was humiliating for some of us. But so here, we, we had big PE classes. I think there were around 90 guys 
in our PE class. So we're in the locker room with this new thing that was terrifying a few of us. And so the first thing that we did was pull-ups, okay? And so from A to Z, we did the pull-up thing, okay? So we had a classmate whose name was Gene. He was in the S's. And so I, I don't know nowadays, Gene's dead now, but I don't know what, how you would have diagnosed him in those days, but he was extremely socially awkward. He was physically not very coordinated. It was just, he had a lot of issues. And so we went all the way through all of the alphabet and we get to him. So he's seen a lot of guys do this. And he walked up to the bar and he just looked at it. And there was this moment in the locker room that you could tell that guys were just ready to just cut loose. And our PE teacher, who was a tremendous example, Jerry O'Donnell, he looked around that locker room and he set down his clipboard and he went over and he says, okay, Gino, it's your turn. And he put his arms up on the bar and he put his arms around his waist and he lifted him up 10 times. He sat him down, patted him on the shoulder, good job, Gino, and he looked around the locker room as if to say, don't you think about it. And of course, Gene walked away, you know, he did it 10 times, you know. Uh, but Coach O'Donnell taught something about humility at that point in time. I think that there are always opportunities we have to be that kind of assistance in our world. In the last few years, we haven't seen a lot of humility in our culture. It's always been about me and my rights and my opinion and all the political stuff, and there's been really putting ourselves above and in the seat of judgment over other people. That's not humility. Look at the example of Christ. The psalm said, a bruised reed he would not break. Jesus was God after all. He could have blasted people to smithereens, but he didn't do it. That's why he was looked upon as being meek and humble, the lamb who was slain, huh? huh? So humility is really love, uh, a way of living, where you're committed to something bigger than you. And you're so committed to that which is bigger than you that you practically disappear. Humility, humus from the earth, huh? It's shown in our love for others. So humility is not what our culture says nowadays. Who am I? You know, look at me. No, it's really about who are you? And more importantly, who are you in relationship to me? And so if our status in life, if our stance in life is raising people up, then that's closer to what Christ is asking for us because we are only something or someone in relationship to other people. And so humility then is, is, is practiced in a lot of very interesting ways. It's talking to somebody that you can't stand uh, because you are no better than they are. It's looking at somebody else and helping them out, not because you judge them worthy, but you're doing this charitable act because you have the capacity to do so. Humility is about coming to church and participating and singing uh, because it's not about you. It's about us gathering together and worshiping God. 
Humility impels us to do a lot of things we would never do otherwise because we get so caught up in ourselves. So maybe I agree with Mac Davis's song, Oh Lord, it is hard to be humble if all I do is think about myself. But if I don't, humility is not only possible, it's a way of life.